we follow Potentia having just uh, dropped off Alduin at the medical center and she's gone for a bit of a walk around campus to kind of clear her head. It's been a tumultuous couple days finding out that your friend is alive and your other friends kept oh, that yeah. from you. Oh yeah, big time. And then you've now gone through quite a trial to square away mm-hmm. Raffi's debts, or at yeah. least some of them, the the more pressing ones, so that he can leave town with as much of a clean slate as yes. Raffi ever could. Hmm. And so you've been walking around campus at night, just kind of clearing your head. There are people around, you know, the campus in general is pretty Mm -hmm. safe at night to to walk around. There's students coming back from nights out and students heading out into the city to start their late night. Yes, very much Mm -hmm. that. Um, And so it's it's in this, this time that you find yourself walking past five pies and a pancake and you spot Harold and Meredith uh, on a table, one of the last uh, you know, customers here as the store is closing down for the night. She would pause and look over to them to see if they had noticed that she was there. Perception check. Yeah, it's got a perception <laughs> from Meredith. Um, Harold's perception passive is always... Make him roll it anyway, Ben. <laughs> like, unless... Oh, I rolled a one, but I'm lucky, so I'm going to roll again. No, I only got a nine. I'm so... Okay, so Meredith is is eating a a pastry. She's just very involved. I mean, Potentia's not actively hiding, but uh, perhaps you're (laughs) just not really paying attention. I'm just really into... I'm really into whatever... Really into this this pastry you're, you're... yeah, I'm savoring it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Harold, it's very on brand. Harold, just Harold being Harold. Fantastic passive perception just looks over and clocks. By, by clocks, just to clarify, we mean <laughs> with eyeballs, not with like an object. Correct? Oh, <laughs> he's yes. not like throwing Sorry. stuff at me. Slang. Yes. Yeah, he does. He sees he yeah, sees cool. potential down the way. What does he do about yeah. that fact? <laughs> I think by now Harold has learned Aldwin's no, name. Ethan um, forever. There's some character growth there. Yeah, I think. I it's think. True. I think enough has happened to poor Aldwin that um, Harold probably has finally t- stuck the the name in his head. Um, so spotting Potentia, he'll be like, uh, "So, uh, did Aldwin get off okay? Uh, seems a little." Uh, I don't know, harrowing to be, you know, the subject of a, what would you call it? A Meredith is going to look up at this moment, right? I like, I like the idea that, first of all, that this, like, yes. potential is still yes. a yeah. little ways Hang out. On. So Howard's I'm just, like, yelling this He's down just so yelled this Meredith no is going to look no up. Just, oh, is he good? Meredith is going to look up, like, mid, <laughs> mid pastry and just, like, look over where Harold is looking and then look back at Harold and then look at potential and go, Hello! And then, like, wave her over. Hi, Meredith. 
Okay. Meredith is going to... Uh, Meredith's, like, waving means that she's going to join them. But, like... <laughs> oh, Harold. <laughs> Your social ineptitude makes me laugh. Just so straight into it. Oh, yeah. God. Oh. Okay, I love so how unintentional yes, that was. You, you wander distinct over lack of social table. awareness. Oh, <laughs> um, the store is about to close up, so they're currently doing their late night, uh, yeah. like pie, pie and pancake, like pastry. Everything must go, like so everything's massively mm-hmm. reduced, which is why there's still a crowd of people <laughs> here, despite the fact the store is just about to close its doors. I I assume that they're actually sitting at a table outside, not a table inside, because yeah. it would yeah, be yeah. weird for that to be yelled <laughs> out a window from the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these these are these are outside. <laughs> Um, most of the inside tables have all like had their their chairs flipped up and yeah. on the the tables. They're oh, here's me imagining there were benches that just got like shoved underneath. But sure, um, she will take like the the whatever chair is available that is facing outwards into campus. Like she doesn't care what's going on behind her in terms of in the shop because she knows that that's kind of what happens mm-hmm. at the end of a night. But she's still on alert mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. a lot. Let's be realistic. A lot. It's been a an interesting day. Week, mm. month, four and a half weeks. Five, how many? How many weeks did we work out it was since the bridge? Six and a half. Um, yeah, 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 like six many. weeks or something. Yeah, I mean, you're it's coming been up to month the, and a half. Yeah, you're coming up to uh-huh. like almost the end of the first semester. Mm, That's too much. Half term. Surely. No, you've we've had the half term. We're we're part way into the second term. Okay. Like we're coming up to the yeah. mid year break. break. Okay. Fine. <laughs> only took us two years to get here. Um, yeah, uh, in which case she's got yeah, she'll sit down. She's not ignored Harold's question, but she's like looking at him in that like, why would you yell that across a campus you numpty kind of way? Um, and just sort of plonks herself down, um, probably watching Meredith mainline whatever the heck she's eaten at this time of night. Did you sort out whatever was happening with the, um, the person from the market? Okay, Ben, it has been a very Mm -hmm. long time. Can you just, uh, do you remember and can you give us a, a very quick rundown of what happened in that scene? Uh, you went to the big house mm-hmm. um, where the Minotaur lives mm-hmm. and uh, were invited in for like, he had these snacks lined up, He was, yep. you know, but he's having some party or something. That's right. And you go in, you start talking to him and it's all going well. Uh, and then two elves show up. Yeah. And one of them definitely recognised at least Harold mm-hmm. as Harold, not the the fake name he had given. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got like the the third degree from this elf who you know, wanted to find out what your intentions were. Mm-hmm. You know, were you trying to make good with the mafia? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what are you doing with all this money? Mm. Where did it come from? All those kinds of things. Um, and it was going great you know Howard's just wanting to drop the money off and you know square away some debt for a friend mm-hmm. and doesn't want to get in with the mafia just wants to yeah uh, be all good 
he did call the elf he was talking to a thief. That's right. Which did not no, go No, it did not go well. No. God, Harold's lack of social, like, social anything is going to come back and bite us all in the ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> so good. Cool. You, you did manage to, like, it's okay, and get out of there as quickly as you could. Like, you yep. just talked your way out of that situation as quickly as you could and got out of there. Okay, cool. But there wasn't uh, any, like, we didn't get asked to do anything for them. We didn't, did we? No. Okay, cool. No. I couldn't remember. Okay, thank you. And you're pretty you're pretty sure that the money is going to be handed over mm-hmm. to the people. It's possibly We've got no reason a to bit believe more otherwise. to higher up people than the lower people. Yeah. So there might be a few people at the bottom getting skipped out. Yeah. But, but we've got no, no reason to believe anything dodgy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great, thank you. All good. Mm-hmm. So what did you just ask, um, Kate, as potential? Uh, I asked how how everything was with the person you had met at the market because I very specifically was couching what I said because we're in a public place. Mm-hmm. Um, um, trying to maybe give Harold the hint that yelling about stuff across the courtyard isn't a good idea. Meredith like looks up and around like a, a massive bite of pastry. She goes, um, I think it went okay. I mean... It was a bit hairy at, at, at points there, and she like looks significantly over at Harold, and then just winks, and then um, it's like a we don't need to talk about that. But I think I think we did everything that we needed to do. Yeah, I think the important thing is that uh, Catchel can feel a little easier about himself and his family. So yeah. that's the important thing. Yeah. I think I'm still shaking a tiny little bit, though. The adrenaline is, of this entire situation is um kind of insane. It could be the coffee, but yeah. Um, How much coffee <gasps> have you had, Meredith? Oh, too she much. She her significantly in that, like, oh, God, you're not going to sleep is, now. It is late at night. What is Meredith doing? There was, there was literally no way I was going to sleep anyway. Like, today has been insane. And I'm still not convinced we needed to do even half of it, but uh, that's all right. Uh, I'm feeling good. Good. Well. Yeah. The the ramifications of of uh, picking a side in a long running druidic <laughs> feud. Um, yeah. Uh, and overthrowing the the leadership of of that mm. group. They were sacrificing people. Fine. Yeah. And the new guy said that's that he wouldn't that, do that's that. That's not how that sentence goes. They were sacrificing people. It's fine. That's fine. It's not how that sentence goes. Good. The, the new guy said he wouldn't do that. So Meredith that's has like crazy eyes that's right all now. good. Yeah. Hey, um, how was Alvin? Um, was he okay? Well, he's in better hands than I am, um, and because he lives on campus, I'm sure you can check on him if you want. But he's at the medical center being seen to by them um and i think it might be a good choice for someone to check in on him tomorrow he's in better hands than you are are you okay she looks at meredith in that way of someone not expecting to get asked that question i'm fine um it's you're right it's been a long day yeah and she says that in a way that like like it's a line that mm-hmm. she's said before. 
it's not an actual response. Mm. It's that is the thing that she says right now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Can I roll and an insight check? You would check? know that without. You wouldn't need to. I wouldn't need to. I'd like, know that. Okay, you, cool. You wouldn't need to um, because you get that you've you've asked her if she's okay before. Yeah, definitely. And you've gotten a genuine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. This is not that. I would not expect you to need to perceive that. That's okay. Cool. Like, that's why I said it. Yeah. 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 Any of that load. All right, Meredith is going to give Potentia a significant look and just be like, mm-hmm, and like narrow her eyes a little bit over the top of her coffee. So she's like shaking her still a tiny bit. <laughs> also, just to clarify, Meredith would know that. I don't know that Harold would necessarily clock that. Like, unless you rolled to clock that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. I mean, my passive was inside 17. Inexplicably, you haven't spent <laughs> potential to know that though. Not lately. Yeah, you haven't. You've yeah. been ignoring her for months. That's not, but for a month and a half, like that's it's not. It's not how that works. But okay. No, but like the, you might see that there's something. There's a look exchange between them, and you might clock that there's something going on, but you don't know the meaning behind it. Don't necessarily have the background knowledge to. You don't have the, out what the that context. is. That's what I mean. You don't right, have okay. the background knowledge to know what that what that is. Yeah, cool. Anyway, um, what uh, what's next? Do we need to talk to? And she looks at Harold without saying the name of Raffi because she's not going to say it in public. But also, she is not dealing with the fact that he's got another name. Um, do we need to go and tell him that we've done? what we've done. I mean, you seem to be his best friend in the world, so you may as well go and tell him. And there is venom in that and you do clock that. Meredith is going to kick Potentia a little bit under the table. <laughs> it's her, like, in the ankle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like... No. Wait, do your feet no. touch the floor? No. Little little legs. Probably the knee. Probably the knee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took a halfling to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, like, sure, Potentia's upset, but I feel like there's a bit of a, I don't know, you've got to either talk about it or, you know, not be passive-aggressive. So, yeah, that's what Meredith feels anyway. Potentia? <laughs> did you just ask Potentia not to be passive-aggressive? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I did. Yes. Doesn't mean I'm not going to ask. Okay. Yeah. Active aggressive. <laughs> the opposite to of counter passive the passive aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Potentia, I don't know how soon he might want to leave, so you should consider that if he's free to go, you might not get another chance to talk to him. She stiffens at that. Well, have we done everything that we wanted to do off the list? I think so. I think so. I mean, I suppose we haven't technically done a favour for our, uh, you know, our, our friend at the the Adventurers Guild, but we sort of owe him one in lieu, I, I think, really. So it's sorted as far as Catchell is concerned, and we'll hear from him later, I think. Well, then, do we sit here? Do we, do I get to go home and sleep? What? What's the plan? 
I think we were just going to have a bit of a debrief and chill. I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go over there tonight. I'm certainly going home first, and I think it would be better if we just see him in the morning. She sits back uh, into her chair. Can I get you a coffee or a drink or something, Potentia? No, I don't tend to drink coffee this late in the evening. Um, Look, that's probably wise. I don't sleep, per se. It's um, disruptive to one's rest. And she looks meaningfully at your giant mug of coffee. (laughs) Meredith just kind of, like, looks at it and then sighs a bit and then goes, Yeah. Yeah, this is probably not the best idea. Look, it's entirely up to you. You can stay up all night if you want, but I might recommend slowing down and perhaps getting it in a to-go mug if you have one. Yeah. Potential now reaches into her bag and pulls out a to-go mug because she basically carries them, as we have established previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Meredith just, like, looks up at her and smiles and then wordlessly takes it and um, and tips it in. Mm-hmm. Well then, sounds like we all need rest or focus on other things and we should rejoin each other in the morning, perhaps? Yeah, I'd like that. Would you like someone to walk you back to your accommodation, Meredith? Yes, please. She's now going to wait for you to... She's sitting back in her chair waiting for you to stand to move. If, as and when you would choose to do that. Harold, do you want to come with? Um, to your place? Yeah. Come for a walk? Or, um, are you keen to head home? I can do. It's been a while since I've been over to the halls over there. (laughs) Come for a walk, then. Actually, I think last time, um, Potentia's office mate fell through the, the roof, so... Yeah, you really need to see my halls when, you know, chaos is not happening. It's quite nice. When it's not under ethereal attack. Yeah. I mean, we've got a house, Griffin. It's pretty cool. That is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Come for a walk. Let's go investigate. So, um, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so the three of you uh, get up. Harold and Meredith finishing their, their pastries. Yeah. Or taking them on the road. I reckon taking them on the road, hey. And then uh, make your way over to Griffin Hall. Yeah. Uh, as you approach... Uh, what you thought was just the ambient noise of the city in the distance, you start to realize is like du- 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 like music playing, and then you realize mm-hmm. ah one of the one of the school halls is having a having a party. Oh no! And it's not Griffin Hall. It's one of the other one, one of the other residences <laughs> on campus. But like mm-hmm. a bunch of people is having a party nearby, and it's. That music carries across campus when you get closer to the residences. Mm-hmm. Meredith just kind of looks up at the other two and shrugs and goes, well, I wasn't going to sleep anyway. <laughs> hmm. No, not with that amount of caffeine on board. No. I 
don't think I'm going to go and join them this time, though. I think I'm a bit peopled yeah. out. You know how that happens sometimes? She looks across at you like, well, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and Meredith does that thing where she like, you know how people, you sometimes just like remember who, you who you're talking to? to and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, anyway, yeah, cool. <laughs> yes, we saw a lot of, um, like different sorts of people, I suppose, as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, I thought I thought our little trip to the, the gardens was going to be irritating. I really didn't see it being life-threatening or yeah. That was that was anything of the sort. Meredith just kind of like stops mid tracks and then like looks up at, at the other two and goes, "Okay, cool. That was that was weird, right? Like that was not a normal a normal thing to happen. Like we got you stuck a in a forest." There was a unicorn. Like, what? How do we keep getting into stuff like this? Potentia's going to look at Meredith and just go, well, you are a member of an adventurer's guild. You do have a tendency to sign on for some of it. No, I know, but I don't go seeking out the rest of it. Like, it's just... The adventuring stuff back home was kind of a hobby. I just want to sit here and study, you know, and occasionally help people. Like, I just feel like I've fallen into the middle of... I don't know. It's nice being able to I mean, help. We definitely. Yes, I mean, we certainly seem to have a lot, a lot more um, accidental adventures than I was expecting. I think is one way I could put yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but Harold, I thought you had such a love of your adventurer family members. Like, potentially yes, just being but, like, uh, but you, you know. guys signed up for this. Like, <laughs> you, you literally sign up for this. I don't. <laughs> I'm like, I've signed up for it, guys. What? Yes, but I mean, like Meredith said, they, they sort of signed up for them, you know? It's sort of like a contract kind of thing. Uh, Ran- you, you keep having random adventures. Random adventures without consent. Yeah! Didn't consent for this adventure. It just happened. Non-consensual adventures. That that sounds really bad out of context. No, no. (laughs) Family friendly, guys. Family friendly. (laughs) I mean, I just would have thought that, you know, it's it's not like the two of you haven't (sighs) chosen things that might mean that you get involved in adventures. I mean... Harold, you're a member of the Adventurers Appreciation Society. She's, like, trying to remember the name of the club. Um, Mm. And you're both now members of the Adventurers Guild in town, and yet you are surprised that occasionally you find yourself in the midst of things? I mean, mean, I can't speak... I can't speak for you, but I don't sign on to those things. I know. I'm just trying to live my life. I know. I guess maybe it's a it's a, a big town thing, a big city thing. I just this is all new to me as well. Like I've just never been involved in this kind of scale. Like this sort of it just keeps happening. I can hmm. say it's not a big city thing. As the no Ben, the city <laughs> I'm from, bigger than this? Much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Just before I said the thing, and then was like, wait. Like, Fermos I mean, like is, is a big city. It's probably the biggest city 
on this continent. Theramustus is Sydney, Imperium is New York? Uh... Yeah. Like from a size perspective? Yeah. yeah Density yeah. perspective? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a big city thing. The... Where I'm from is bigger than this. It certainly never happened to me there. Maybe it's just an us thing. Maybe you're not as lucky as you thought, little halfling. Mm. I think a lot of things are happening if you're not looking for them. I mean, not that we necessarily are looking for adventures all the time, but we certainly um, seem to have gotten drawn into some things, I suppose. I mean, what, seek and ye shall find? You are both seeking adventure on a regular basis whether big scale or small and now you find it more often perhaps yeah maybe it just it's not it's not what I thought it would be you know like you read stories about people who are you know saving the world and helping people and getting involved in stuff like this and it always sounds so much more fun you know fulfilling history is written by the winners we don't see the hard because it is more interesting to to rave about our successes than discuss our failures that's true in academia as much as it is in adventuring yeah i mean potentia has a good point i mean i didn't even know about garen until we met him and presumably uh you know, I don't even know how long he was adventuring with my uncle, but sh- obviously something happened and my uncle doesn't talk about it. You mean your dad? Because so, your uncle's missing. Well, my I've known my uncle for... He's never talked about it, so... Mm. You know. And yes, my father doesn't even talk about the adventuring at all. So, you know, mm. uh, I think people... Uh, often either don't remember or don't wish to remember. Maybe a little of both. How far across campus have we made it at this point? Um, You're getting close to the, the, like, Griffin Hall. The music, like, in the distance is loud and there are people uh, making their way to the party, coming back from the party, various states of inebriation. Potentious probably ceases to pay attention to the others and starts. She's on guard. How's that for a sentence? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. For, for Ben's reference, not for yours, the two of you, she's making sure that she doesn't spot Raymond at this point. <laughs> that is why she's on guard. Because <laughs> she knows what she did. <laughs> and I'm hoping it doesn't come back to bite me this soon, but that is why she is Do on I guard. spot... Do I spot, um, do I spot potential, like? It's not so big as that. It's that, like, um, you know when, because we would be walking and talking, we wouldn't be looking at each other anyway. It's just that her focus Mm. shifts from focusing on the discussion to focusing on what's around. Yeah, who's around. Which which means that she's probably going to stop listening to what you're saying. So if you guys were having a conversation, she probably wouldn't notice. Yeah but her awareness for everything else would be higher. Mm-hmm. 
And you two sit in sun silence. I think we're just okay. thinking. I know Meredith is. Like, so she's the, just the contemplating. The conversation just, like, falls yeah. into the silence mm. as Lulls. you're kind of walking along. Do I notice Raymond anywhere around Ben? <laughs> Give me a perception. Because <laughs> she's actively looking, going, shoot, 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 shoot. Good save. 16. 15 plus 1. No, you don't see him. <laughs> I don't see him or he's not there. <laughs> I'm saying you don't see him. Cool, because those two things could be different. <laughs> Classic lesson in DM I speak. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I suppose you didn't ask if Raymond is here. You said, can you see Raymond? Right? Yes, I mean, but no, but those two things, that's why I was like, can I see him? Like, Because there's a big difference between... You, you don't look, notice looking, him and you don't see him. Like you, you're looking around. You could quite you possibly be in an invisibility be cloak right behind be us. Behind Who knows? Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, for the love of no. Anyway. Well, I, I rolled a twenty-two. I rolled a twenty-two insight. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this opportunity and um, say to Meredith, you know, um, Raymond does love a good party. There's there's a possibility he's over there right now. Meredith just kind of like shakes herself and looks up in confusion. Raymond? What? Remember earlier? Uh, oh! In... <laughs> Maybe we should take a detour after all. You know, it could be fun. She like contemplates that for a second. After after the day. After Potential the day will you've leave. Had... Potential will leave. I don't. <laughs> after the day you've had, Harold's like, you know what? I could go party and party with a bunch of undergraduates. <laughs> She does How contemplate it for a second. That? She does contemplate it for a second, and then she kind of like makes a, a oh you know God. an amused like nah face mm-hmm. at him, yeah. and she's All like, right. no, we're not that mean. Like, yeah. <laughs> Tempting, but nah. Okay. Um, so yes, you have, you do get to to Griffin Hall. Uh, which is postgraduate um, accommodation. It looks pretty quiet. Seems like most people have either turned in for the night or a few lights are on, so they're not making too much noise, or they've just headed over to the party. Did you want to come in for a mm-hmm. cup of tea? I totally understand if you just want to go home, but the option's there if you want. Are we out the front or are we... Out the front of the Griffin Hall. Can I eyes around to see if I spot Haldera at all? Who lives in Griffin Hall? Um, yeah, give me a perception, uh, perception roll for this one as well. Cause... 19? Hmm. More if she's just around. Not like I wouldn't be... I'm not peering in windows. You don't see her, but Harold does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because she is actively trying to hide uh, as she has mm. spotted you, but she's wearing pajamas. And so she like ducks and in, ducked into an, like a hallway. So my 19 means that I don't see her? Really, yeah. Ben? She's very, very sneaky. Yeah, she, I rolled a stealth roll and her bonus gives her enough to beat that. Wow. Like, 
just enough, but Harold got it. Do I have to meet to beat that or does she? Um, you interest. have to meet meet to beat. Okay, it's yeah, hers. it was more. It's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Harold, you you see that person who is Potentia's office mm-hmm. mate duck 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 into an, into a, one of the other hallways. Um, mm-hmm. Do with that information as you will. Yep, that's fine. Okay. So, unless Meredith is asking you both up to to her room, potentially is, is probably yeah, it's yeah. unlikely to do that. Yeah. No, I just said um, you know I said before if they want no, to come no, and trick up tea. I'm fine, Meredith. I'm I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna go past my office and grab a couple of things and then head home. Okay. Thank you for, for coming with me. I appreciate it. It's fine. She's going to turn to set off. Can, um, can Meredith just like make a, you know, like move, like move, jerk her head a little bit at Harold and like motion towards Potentia? I know what you're saying, Meredith. Like intuiting good but potential is not someone that you should force emotions onto I, I just I thought maybe she might need some company don't need to say anything but just make sure she gets where she's going okay Right, I suppose you're I suppose you're right. I'm not. Um uh, yeah, and I'll turn and I'll just um because I, I assume potential's made a few steps by this point anyway. Yeah, she's stepped away from the conversation. Yeah, yeah she she would not necessarily yeah. like she she would have headed off. Um yeah. I assume you probably didn't start that conversation until after she was mm. a distance Out of your away. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but yeah, a distance away. But I'd, I'd probably just, um, yeah, head off in that direction. And when I saw you, probably just because I know where your office is, um, just say, uh, "Wait up, wait up, Potentia." Um, she's like, she will slow, but she's not stopping because she's just like, "I'm going to my office. I'm getting some stuff. I'm going home." All right. So Meredith, you you see Harold run off after Potentia. Hmm. Uh, before they go off and have a scene together, how are you feeling, Meredith? You've had a, a, a heck of a day trying to put together um, things for someone that you actually you really didn't really want to do this. Yeah. You you felt frustrated by this whole ordeal. Yeah. This, this whole situation going into it. Yeah. I was very frustrated. I think she's just drained. Honestly, like, I think it's, it's hard to explain. I think she's, she's got a lot of complicated emotions about this whole thing because like she's in a, she's a tiny halfling in a very big city and it's a little bit overwhelming. 
and she just finds herself in like all of these massive situations that she didn't necessarily imagine would happen. And she just wants to help, you know? And things keep happening. Um, yeah, I think she might just be a little bit tired. You know, just a bit exhausted. Both physically and emotionally. Yeah, I think she's just going to go to bed. Even though she's had crazy amounts of coffee, I think she will still probably mm. just fall asleep. Just hit, like, the caffeine crash. Uh-huh, yeah, and she's just going to go to bed not expecting to fall asleep so like she's still like fully dressed you know and then just like Mm. the camera fades out on Meredith like just (laughs) conking out a little bit Mm -hmm. once um once I I went to like an away day you know like a like a football match um in the UK and it was literally the furthest you could go it was like six hours there six hours back and I was like super ill on the way back for some reason. Yeah. I don't know if it was food poisoning or whatever. And I literally, I, I kid you not, like I didn't even make it to my pillow. Like I, I literally sat on my bed in my clothes and I must have just fallen asleep because <laughs> I was literally like the wrong way in the bed. No, you know, like, yeah. I was literally at right angles with the bed. Like it was, yeah. yeah. You just, oh, it's crazy. Pass out completely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Harold, you do catch up with Potentia because she's not trying to like escape you. Um, mm. And you walk over towards uh, her office in the, the magic like quarter of the university. Mm. I feel like I don't make it over here very often. It's surprising. It's your campus after all. It's a sort of different world, you know? Like I, All of the people I did undergrad with and... They sort of, I don't know, there's a lot of, like, feeling and intuition. And this this sort of, you know, the more meticulous, studious approach just doesn't really mesh well with that, I suppose. But it's sort of interesting that you can come to the same ends uh, via different means, you know? Like, the way you're studying familiars, uh, it's... Very different to how I might approach such a thing. Well, that's what a PhD is for, right? A unique and novel way of looking at something. I mean, you would hope so. I wonder in this world how often you do exactly the same PhD as someone because we don't have, like, the internet, you know, like, to mm. do literature searches. It's glue. like people are literally... Like, they're literally writing theses that are going, like, months over the ocean to get to various universities and stuff. That that same thing happened in our world where people would invent things at the same time. Or almost at the same time. And like, oh, this person invented the light bulb or something. But then actually there was someone else across the ocean who invented it a week ago. Yeah. Uh, But just didn't tell everybody as loudly. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and in this world as well, you know, I've I've done this PhD. I've discovered this this new thing, and then you, someone finds some ancient tomb, and then some wizard discovered it <laughs> a thousand years ago, and just like yeah, right. it's just been lost <laughs> to history. Yeah, she is going to go upstairs and get like mm-hmm. a couple of like a, a book off her desk, and probably like make sure that her mug has like not the mug she gave Meredith, who still has her mug. Um, mm-hmm. But like that, mm-hmm. nothing's filthy on a desk. That everything's sort of squared away. She's sort of a quick, clean desk policy type 
elf. And um, mm. and just sort of, yeah. Well, you get there and there's a very, like, dim light coming from your office as you approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you find Ren asleep at his desk with the candle just, like, burning down to the last embers on the wick. Uh, in which case, uh, she will go and put it out. In fact, can I do that with... <gasps> Uh-oh, hang on. <laughs> Whoops. I was using the wrong character sheet before. I don't think it's going to matter because I think that stat is, those stats are the same. Mm-hmm. One sec. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> nope, <laughs> they're different, but oh well. Um, That's my stuff up from before. <laughs> I have a plus four to perception. <laughs> I probably would have seen Haldera. Oh well, <laughs> my fault. Um... Uh, so, in fact, I'm not going to walk over there. I'm going to press to digitate to put the candle out, mm-hmm. and um, then just yeah, square away my desk. Basically, I don't want him burning everything down, but I'm not going to wake him up and move him because this is not an irregular occurrence. <laughs> he falls asleep at his desk. Mm. Mm-hmm. As potentially doing that, I'll say. Um uh, you know how Dora's scared of you, right? She look. She looks at you with a sense of like, what do you mean? Like maybe not afraid, but um, she saw us on our way into the building uh, with Meredith, and she she quite specifically ducked out of the way so that she wasn't seen. Not everyone invites everyone into their private lives, Harold. I have a sneaking suspicion that Haldora is not someone who lets people in that easily. And by sneaky suspicion, she knows Haldora is not a person who lets people in very easily because she probably has barely broken the back of their relationship in the context of the office, leave alone social and home and stuff. I don't know. I I think in, if you're in, you know, like a, something like a halls and you're just in the common area it's common at least just to acknowledge people and go on you know about your business you don't necessarily have to pry but to not want to be seen at all you know uh... Harold I don't live there there's a difference between it would be like you being seen by your siblings at home it's not the same thing I just feel like the two of you would get on well if you could get past that barrier uh, for argument's sake, Ben, we do get along well in the context of the office. Like, we don't talk, but yeah. we get along well, yeah? Yeah. We, I mean, Hathor doesn't fine. talk much at all, so... No. And the, like, she and I have had the, the many a conversation. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. No, Haldora and I get along fine, Harold. Right, I just... Not that, like... not that that is any of your business. I just feel like you're missing out on a potential friend, that's all. She looks at him with all of the, like, what? 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 Like, why are you trying to make me make... Fr- that, that's the, like, the everything you get out of that expression is, like, what are you trying to do right now? And then, like, goes back to grabbing her stuff. I imagine that was also a quiet conversation, given that Ren is asleep. Oh, yeah, like, I'm... Yeah. yeah. Or at least I am. <laughs> I don't know about Harold. <laughs> Who knows about so potentially you've gathered your things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make your way out of the building. Um, 
your homes are in the same direction until you get to like one of the last couple streets. So I imagine you continue walking together. Imagine so. In probably awkward silence at this point, unless Harold chooses to break it. Like, slightly more awkward than before. There you go. <laughs> On degrees mm. of awkward. Oh, well, yeah, Carol doesn't, doesn't, know, doesn't know what your relationship is with other people yeah. outside of, like, the interactions that you have as a group. And he's made a bunch of assumptions about how she needs more friends and, like, mm. is insinuating that he knows what is best for her and she is not particularly used to or fond of people doing that because I would suggest that there are elements of that that she has experienced before Ben Mm. and elements of it that she therefore does not appreciate you you grew up in a very regimented and controlled environment with I know that they don't yet though Ben be careful Mm. how much information you give the other players because they don't know because they've never Mm -hmm. asked so Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you mean you? Not, not that you've never mer- asked in a negative way, guys. Just like that you've never asked. So, like, it's I don't want Ben to give mm. away things about the world that haven't come into the world yet. Mm. I mean, if you gave Meredith a like mm-hmm. travel book about the Imperium. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so you two walk across campus in that that silence of two people who don't have anything currently to say. There is a lot that Potentia wants to say, but she is not in a place where she wants to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that stilted silence between two people, you walk across campus, walk across the bridge, through the city, uh, until you get to the, the point at which your characters would go their separate ways for the night. Well, I suppose I will see you tomorrow. I realise we haven't actually, uh, we haven't sorted oh, yeah. an actual place to meet. We should, oh. we should, we should probably choose somewhere. And well, I assume Meredith is sound asleep by now, despite all of the coffee. But uh, well, why don't we head to Griffin Hall in the morning? I'm sure we can pick her up there. Okay, I mean that sounds like a good plan. Uh, do we want to give her a lie-in? I mean, how how do we? I'm not the one who needs a large amount of sleep, Harold. So how about you dictate that? All right. Well, shall we say sort of like nine? I feel like that's a nice friendly medium between not too early, but not too late. She nods and turns to go. And we'll start heading off naturally. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you don't have anything else you want to say. Cool. All right. Harold, you've had... A stressful couple days. Hmm. You know, recently you delivered your speech with the, the poster presentation at the conference. Only mm. a couple days ago, in fact, actually. Then you were yeah. on the moon. And mm. that was a whole thing. Was the moon seriously only a few days ago in game? Yes. Oh, mm. Bloody That's why Potentia's not exactly open and bubbly and friendly to everybody right now. Oh, like, literally yeah. in the last, like, three days, oh, we've gone come back from the moon. Yeah. 
like she's been given all this extra information. Like you re- revealed that Harold was alive to your, <laughs> your friends, Raffi. And yeah. that, no, that that Raffi was alive. I've had to deal with that and the fact he lied. And yeah, yeah. Maybe she's not in the right headspace to talk about stuff right now. And then you, uh, you know, came up with this plan to help oh, Raffi man. move on with his life and get out of the city and square away some of his debts. You've borrowed money from your father um, everybody's a little bit stressed square to deal with him you've had to deal with the mafia um people that you've been warned again and again by your your father never to have deals with you've Mm. been you know through a a battle in the grove in the, the city with other druids against evil druids and you know and on top of all of these things like two of your close friends in the past couple months they've been really really against you for this lie that you this this lie that you've kept and you had good reasons to do this like you he told you he asked you not to so, from Harold's point of view, he was doing what he was asked to do. He was trying to, like, keep that, that mm. promise. And whether or not you should have is not what we're going to talk about, because that's a whole other conversation, I think. But as you see potential walk away, you've, you know, left Meredith back at the hall, and you turn to walk back home for the night... How is Harold feeling? I think Harold is actually quite relieved that um, they were able to get the things done they needed for Raffi in particular. Because the thing is, is that, like... Like, during the battle, the golem was actually attacking Harold where Harold was stood when Raffi jumped on its back and then basically uh, Raffi got flung into a column right in front of Harold and Harold didn't have the time or the magical energy left to do what he would have done if he could and so that basically was the reason that he had to go to the temple with him um and i think i think for harold like that's the thing that's on his mind the most in that like it was the thing that was important to him like harold's been obsessive about like like clearing raffy's name making sure raffy's safe and i i think that for him like that's what his mind can think about like right now like not the magic sword that you had a had a vision. Not yeah, I uh, mean the that's fact the that thing, you were right? on the like, moon. Not yeah, the, the fallout like, from your presentation that like, I, you I have now like squared away stuff. this debt with Raffi. That 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 you have helped Raffi after he helped you. Yeah, like I think all of that will hit Harold a little later than it it is 
now. Harold, Harold is on think... this one section, and there are so many other yeah, things, but like... he doesn't have the, the capacity to, to deal with those yet. He's still focused on, yeah. I have to help this person after he helped me. Yeah, like, I, I think... Just because it was, like, the thing that, like, became such a big deal. Like, I, I think those events will catch up with him probably in a few days. Maybe once they've talked to Rafi and Rafi, like, makes his decision, basically. Um, because Harold's kind of intentionally been putting the other stuff, like, in a locker somewhere, you know? like mm. He's been compartmentalizing because, it. He can't deal with that right now. Yeah. You know, like, because in, in one way, he's been, like, like trying to keep the secret for his friend. But on the other hand, he can obviously see the consequences of that. And so it's, like, it, I think it's hard for most people to, like, let those two ideas live in the same place. Mm. And so I imagine what he's, I think, obviously, having basically smashed those two things together... I think it's actually hard for him at this moment to like think too much about that in like a meta sense, but more like like the Raffi thing was like the immediate thing that 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 the result of, and so it's like okay, that needs to be fixed. And I guess in Harold's mind, probably wrongly, he's like, if we just fix this, then everything will be fine, mm. which isn't how things work. But I I, I imagine at this point. That is what Rafi's thinking, uh, Harold's thinking. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, that's that's what you're like, okay, this, I've, we've, we've squared away most of the debts. He's going to be able to get out of town. It's all going to be fine. As you, like, go about your, your nightly routines. Mm. Okay. Potential, you've mm -hmm. gotten back to your apartment... Um, it's you know, the same as it was when you left and I imagine there's a moment that like you close the door behind you and just everything that you've been through in the past couple days like because only recently Meredith was in here like bawling her eyes out because of the pact she made with her fey patron the the deal with mr red the fact that she had this secret that she couldn't tell you and she knew it was going to be big and hurtful and now that you know for a fact that this person is alive someone that you grieved and suffered and and you know struggled with that and now all of that is undone in a way which is painful but good but frustrating and there are so many twisted emotions that potential must be having you've now gone through this endeavor to help Rafi get out of town whether that's because you never want to see him again or because you just want it done or because you just do want to help him still as you go about your nightly rituals, preparing to go into your trance-like sleep state, what is Potential thinking? In actual fact, I don't think she's thinking anything. I think she is so used to not that she has just, like, 
chucked it all in a box, in a lead box somewhere at the back of her own mind, um, and is more focusing on, like, what is the next thing that we have to do? It is process-driven at the moment. It is, you know, I had to do a thing I hate doing to get, to distract a minotaur so that people could go and do what they needed to do. I had to, you know, take Oldman to the medical centre and deal with all of that because that is what I had to do. I had to sit and listen to... The day before, I had to sit and I had to listen to someone tell me that they lied to my face. And it was somebody who I thought I could trust. So at that point, she's just gone... Like, what's the point? So she's going through the process of everything. This is a process-driven blankness because she doesn't have faith in anything anymore. Because she has nothing left. Because even... Even though she thought she could trust Meredith, she couldn't even do that because she couldn't tell her because she'd made a promise not to. And then the person she thought she could trust, the only person in this town other than his father who knows her last name lied to her face. So everyone she thought she could trust is gone. So everything is process. There are no emotions left. So she is going to bed. <laughs> 